0: All right, everybody,
1: thank you for jumping on with us for our Jumpstart podcast. We have been getting these out, and they've been helping a lot of people focus on their mindset and selling, helping families, going out there and providing life insurance to clients, you know, schedule, leads, approach, um, just everything that goes into, you know, getting in homes, being on the phones, helping people. I got my good buddy German Munoz with me today who's been crushing it, Um, about to hit logo, and, you know, in March helped over 30 families, and in April came back in a shorter time period and helped over 43 families. So, German, man, you've been killing it, dude, and I'm excited to have you on, brother. How you doing, man? Oh, man, I'm doing so good. Thanks Thanks for having me on, Mark. Well, thanks for jumping on with us, man. Um, Man, there's so many places in which we can start. Um, If you could do me a favor, though, if you give everyone a little bit of a backdrop of kind of where you're coming from and and how you found Family First Life, and we'll get into some of this stuff you're doing that's, you know, providing so much protection for all these families, that'd be great.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, background, I've been in sales for quite a bit. I started with door-to-door solar sales, went into real estate, did that for four years. Last year was pretty tough. I was you know I had I'd closed a couple deals I had two zero months and it looked like I was coming up on the third zero month and it just wasn't good my wife was bringing in some income but we were still like negative a thousand dollars slowly going in the hole and we're like we can't do this (laughs) so I was panicking we looked at different options and I I knew insurance I'd looked at insurance before I clicked on a Facebook ad and luckily like it was it was Caleb's. He was posting, you know, his bank statements back then when we could do that. And then, like, it, it blew me away. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm all in. I want to try this out. I'm kind of skeptical. And then, you know, I was starting to kind of drink the Kool Aid. Everyone's telling me, you, for just one easy payment of a thousand to two thousand dollars, you, you can make a lot of money. And I'm like, that's the catch, right? And they're like, no, that's just your lead, actually. And I was like, oh, okay. I, I put in a little bit of money uh to buy some leads I went out and my first date helped the family and it was it was crazy. That
1: is awesome dude. So
0: you <laughs> think about this man and I know like
1: you know as a real estate agent it, it's it's I was in the mortgage business. So you know, sometimes making money is, is, is elusive, you know? Um, <laughs> yes. but he, as you, as you can, as you can testify to, but think about insurance. Think about our model. You know, you buy some leads, the leads give you people that have requested life insurance because they requested life insurance. You call them up, set up an appointment and those people want to meet with you. So you're meeting with yep. people that want to meet with you. You go out, you help one family and you made more money in 48 hours than you did in months in real estate. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So you and your wife immediately well, and Mark, saw that as an,
0: as an as an opportunity. Yeah. Absolutely. And I mean, you know the real estate market. Even if I close a sale, I'm not in real estate. You don't get paid for 30 days later. Right. So correct. the the way this works, we were all in. You know, it was just a matter <laughs> of a couple of more weeks. It by by my second week, my or my second month. I already had retired my wife from her job because I had helped more families than anything she could make in her cur- at that job she was in right then. So there was she was like, wow. it doesn't make any sense for me to stay. Wow. Best thing is, that's how we're growing our team, though. She stayed at that job for just under a year. She met a lot of people at Mattress Firm. All those people are salespeople. <laughs> they have now seen what we've been doing. And now we're <laughs> recruiting almost all of them.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, Adam. Oh, man. That's <laughs> great, dude. But think about it. They wouldn't yeah. be coming over. It wasn't a better opportunity for them and their family.
0: Oh, yeah. No. Absolutely. So, right so, now, I think we have five people in the books going. And 20 people all together, still in the process, waiting to basically see how they do before they they take the full jump,
1: which is coming very soon. So that's that's awesome. Oh yeah, easy. Um, but that's dope, dude. So let's look at this thing. You know, you found out pretty simple. You found out pretty quickly how simple this could be. But what did that do for you? In other yeah. words, like from a standpoint of buying leads, understanding how important phone time was psychologically what took place after that and the ability to potentially ramp up or see this as a real opportunity?
0: Um, Honestly, it definitely opened up first my mindset, my ability to believe that I could make as much as I'm making now compared to what I was doing in real estate and the dreams I was promised there, right? Um, I was obviously already used to cold calling in there, and here I'm calling people that, already requested. They want to talk to me. They're waiting for me to call them rather than in real estate where I cold call somebody, hey, do you want to sell your house? And I'd get a hang up on it, you know? Um, right. So it's just the mindset shift was huge, first of all. So that just made me believe in it even more. Um, but also the ability to to, to have, a, have a plan, an end game as to where we want to be when in real estate, it was just I wasn't going anywhere. It, I didn't have an end goal. So... Those have honestly been the biggest game changers for me and, and staying in this and doing this for me. Um, makes sense, you know.
1: Makes sense. Now, how long did it take you to start realizing if I could do one sale, I could do 30? Was that immediate? Was that um, two months? Was that three months? How long did that take you?
0: That was, that was pretty immediate. I... Um, I realized it's just a numbers game and these numbers were a lot easier than real estate numbers, real estate. I had, a, I had call a hundred people to set one appointment and I, my goal was to set five appointments in a week to have one sale in real estate, which is super hard to do because it's all cold calls here. I am, I'm talking to maybe 300 people every dial day or more and talking to 40 plus people. Or no, dialing 300, talking to 40-plus people, setting 15 to 18 appointments, and that's going to be more than enough to help 10, 15 families that week. And is, are those your numbers? Those are my numbers, yeah. Love it. <laughs> yeah. So,
1: so Me how not you invest in Elite? <laughs> <laughs> how much are you investing in leads, and how much are you uh, – uh, what type of leads, and how many appointments are you generally yeah. – are you booking a week from those leads?
0: Yeah, definitely. So I diversify everybody. You hear that everywhere. I definitely have them diversified across the board. I have Internet leads. Those are my favorite. Those are my bread and butter. I started with those. I still have those going on. Um, any of them, I work them all the same. From three months to instance, I work them all the same. Um, I also have some mortgage protection, call-in leads, which are great. Those are 50% of what I do. Internet's about 20%, 30%. And then um, final expense is the rest of what I do. So happy agents, secure agents. There's a bunch of lead vendors out there that, honestly, a lead is a lead. And – if I have their request, I can call them, hey, you're 80 years old, I'm going to go out and give you some final expense.
1: So all different types of leads, and that's intentional, right? All different being, types. And being
0: That being, is intentional. Having yep.
1: multiple vendors coming in. Um, for, for, for someone brand new who maybe not, maybe, maybe heard of that, but doesn't truly understand it, why are you diversified?
0: Uh, the reason I diversify is because putting all your eggs in one basket, which is what I did at one point, um, the leads, I don't know if it was the leads. I believe it was the leads that ended up starting being bad that were coming in. But at the same time, my mentality started to, started to wane. Meaning I started to be like, oh, well, you know, I'm buying a hundred of these. I'm only selling five. Should I just keep doing this? And I kept doing it. But my numbers would would get worse. Diversifying gives you a breath of fresh air. Where it's like, oh man, I've been struggling with these one leads. But my next appointment is a different type of lead. Maybe I'll have success, and I have success with them. It's like great. Maybe I need to focus on this little bit of this one. And so it's a it's a juggling act, really, seeing which one is going to be is going to give me the best results for that day, for that week, for that month.
1: Got it. So season in and season out, right? Absolutely. Certain seasons this leads hot. Certain seasons this leads hot. Yep. Is that is that accurate? That's exactly it. And assessing that at all times, uh, not being confused. Do you have any leads on automatic repeat financially? Like they you, you you run out and they and they automatically yeah. swipe your card or do you or are you putting any yeah. orders in every time?
0: No, no. Uh the only orders I put in are the internet leads from the CRM. Everything else is automated.
1: Why why do you do that?
0: Um it goes back to the, the mentality and the and the emotions of, of wanting to swipe that credit <laughs> card when I I haven't gotten paid on the ones I just closed and, and it's it's a little negative and I start getting obs- uh, like a little upset and it's like no. I, I take out the whole thinking they automatically charge it, and that actually just light the fire under my butt to just go out there and keep working.
1: And dude, for some, I know we talk about this stuff a lot, so for you it's like second nature. But some people are learning this concept and are afraid of it. They're afraid of the concept, you know. It's a, but but but, but German. It's a successful concept. You went from thirty families in March to 43 families in April with one last week. So clearly these concepts work, right? Speak to someone who's
0: like, yeah, that might work for him, but what about me? I would say to that person, give it a shot, give it a month, and you're going to see the possibilities. As long as you have the work ethic... I have, we, I, we talked about this on our team call today, work ethic before talent. If you go out there and grind and hustle and put in the steps that we tell you and you follow our roadmap, there's no way you can fail. Mm. You may have a down day, maybe even a down week, but you're not going to have a down month. You know, you're going to continue making money, continue helping families, and it's only going to go up from there.
1: That's facts. That's crazy. Um now, I love the the truth is for you to say with that much certainty is is is, is pretty awesome, um, but I've seen that in my career as well. So, when you when you are focused um, on phones, what does that look like? What time are you typically on the phones? How many appointments are you looking to book over the next time period? I know you said you run a hybrid model. We'll get into that. Talk to us a little bit about how you run that yeah. hybrid model, and then we'll we'll go inside yeah.
0: the home. Yeah, so um, the hybrid model is really run with one of my lead vendors, their final expense. They give them to me um, uh, statewide. So I'm in Utah. They give them to me the, for the whole state. If I can drive to them, I might drive to them. If they're not, I will still set the appointment like I'm going to their house, so I, so they expect I expect them to be home and available. I've realized if I set a phone appointment, they're not going to take it seriously. They might be at the grocery store in their car. I need them somewhere sitting down. They can write notes, have access to their email or their phone, right? Can't do that while you're driving. So I'll set the appointment as if I'm coming over. I'll give them a call the day of of our appointment. Hey, you ready to do this? Yeah, okay, go ahead grab a pen and paper. We're just going to knock this out right now. And then that's oh. how I do my phone appointments. It's basically a normal appointment set, but over the phone, especially if they're five hours away. I'm not driving five hours.
1: <laughs> Got
0: it. Okay, I like that. So –
1: I love it. Do that again. Cause I, I it took me, I was a little slow
0: there, but I caught it. So go ahead. Sure. Sure. So the way I, I do it, I, I, um, these lead vendors, are, you know, they send them to me statewide because they're statewide. I will set the appointment up right then and there as if I expect them to be home, because if they're not home, you know, or if I said it over the phone, they don't take it seriously. They're in their car, they're at the grocery store, they're doing, they're at the park, and they're not somewhere they can take this seriously. Sit down, write notes, and have access to their email, right? So they're basically willy nilly, and I can't t- and they I can't really close them right then and there. So I get on the phone. They're at home. They're expecting me to be there. I'm like, hey, go ahead, grab a pen and That's paper. Nice We're nice. just going to knock it out right now. But the spouse, but everything is set up like a normal appointment. So everyone's home like a normal appointment everyone's home they're all expecting me to be there and we just do it over the phone
1: do you say anything about why you didn't make it or do you just what do you do there so
0: no I don't I don't say anything to them as to why I didn't make it I just say hey obviously with COVID you know we're just doing this over the phone it's a little easier uh go ahead grab a piece of paper and pen when you're ready let me know perfect love it
1: thank you for going back over that so that's great so that's your hybrid so look if there are miles away, you book it regularly, and you're in a neighborhood, and you're just camped out, and you get it done.
0: Yeah, especially now that it's hot, well. I park under under some shade, and then knock <laughs> it out, just sitting here in my car.
1: <laughs> that makes sense, man, and and it's it's crazy efficient, and it doesn't stop. Me. I love that. Oh my gosh, I don't think I've heard that approach before. Um. Hearing you say it, wow, that's so efficient because it starts. It goes back to the lead vendor. Lead vendor says, "Hey, statewide, Absolutely. I can give you, I can give you statewide access, but I can't do counties and zip codes or whatever. Or it's going to be less Absolutely. if you do counties and zip codes." You go, okay, look, I'll take the leads, and you have a process for it. That's amazing. Um, yep. So, do you treat the 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 um, the um, virtual sale? much different than the in home?
0: Nope, not at all.
1: Okay. Take us inside the home with you. How do you get it rolling and how do you ensure that these clients are gonna get protected?
0: Yeah. So so there's there's really three things that they need to know and feel to be able to be willing to make the purchase. One, they gotta trust you and the um sure. that you're you're you know, you're a professional and you know what you're talking about. Two, they need to trust your company and three, they need to like your product, right? So those are the three things I know. So I I go into the home, or whether it's over the phone, I text it to them. I text a copy of my license and my ID. And I do that in home. I tell them, hey, here's a copy of my license. I have it laminated. And I pull out my ID. I show it to them. I'm like, here you go. Take a picture of it if you need. This is just showing that you have someone licensed here in the state that you're meeting with that can talk to you about this. They say, okay, some people sit take a picture, some people don't, it doesn't bother me. Uh then we go ahead and I present it to them. I tell them, I'm an underwriter, I represent many companies. We're just here to see which one's the best fit for you, which one's willing to accept you. If a lot of them can accept you, that's even better then we just shop price. See which one's best willing for for your bank account. They love that. They see they, they feel the sales pressure be released then. Because I'm telling them, I'm not trying to sell them. I'm trying to see which one's the best fit for them.
1: Money. So that puts you in a position to obviously take this thing all the way to a close, yes? Absolutely. Now, where do you find – if, if if I'm a new agent and I'm trying to duplicate this process, where would I find the most pain at in this process?
0: Um, you definitely have to ask questions. Their most, their biggest pain is going to be on what-if scenarios. Whether you're doing mortgage protection or final expense, you have to t- ask them. You don't tell them. Selling isn't telling. It's asking great questions. you got to ask them the right questions mm-hmm. to be, what's their situation going to look like if X, Y, Z were to happen? What does that look like? Now expand on that, right? And you as the agent, it's your job to keep asking the correct questions to be like, okay, what does that look like for you? If you're talking to a couple, John, Mary, what does that look like for you now? Okay, now let's talk about the kids. The kids are out of town. are They're out of state. Do they have to fly in? How is that looking like? Right? They don't want to take on your mortgage, or they now have to bury you. What does that look like to you guys? Okay, do they have the funds for that? So you're creating and, and painting this story in their head, but they have to see it. They have to tell it to you rather than you tell it to them.
1: hundred percent. So them telling you the story back is putting them in a position to, to, to know their own picture. Yes. And nobody fills out a form German. If they're not interested, if they don't have a picture. Like, Absolutely. you know, it's funny, <laughs> you know, people are, are like concerned, like do the clients need or want, like who in the world in the history of anything filled out anything. If there was zero interest, it doesn't happen. Exactly. You know, and I, t- I talk to people about that all the time so they can get it so they can understand the, the the picture there and you know when you're when when you're looking at this and you're looking at you know 30 appointments a week how many of those do you want to are you looking to how many of those do you successfully close a week
0: uh right now I'm sitting about 35 40%
1: that, that's crazy.
0: So out, out, out of 30, I'm looking at maybe 10 plus now.
1: How does that make you feel?
0: Uh, I mean, it makes me feel really good. Like I've like I actually been <laughs> improving because when I first started, I was running the same amount of appointments and maybe helping five people, you know, and it, it did okay. not feel that good. I mean, it, it felt good helping them, but I felt like I could do a lot better. And it's just tiny shifts here and there that have really, really helped. And it's only going to get better, my friend. You know, you're going to go from Absolutely.
1: 33% to 45% to 55%. The way the way this breaks out, German, is if you can – now, how many of those are you sitting with? I know you said these numbers earlier, but if it's 10 families help, how many do you sit with?
0: Um, I'm averaging – out of 30 appointments, I'll probably sit with 18 to 20.
1: Okay, so – you know, you're 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 running these numbers, um and a good closer can get to about a great closer can get to about seventy sixty five sixty five to seventy percent close. So you right. still have a ton of room there for you and your family to do better <laughs> and to protect more families <laughs> out there, which is amazing. And I think it's refreshing because if someone's on here, he's like, he's closing thirty five percent guys. And he's crushing it. So if anyone's confused, like, it's all acti- it's attitude and activity. That's all it you is. Know? You're a true testament to what we preach. You don't have to be, you know, you don't have to be dazzle the clients and, you know, spin them around in their chairs and tell them to get your coffee. You have to have a good attitude and a lot of activity. That's it. And you're proving that that is a bona fide recipe for ginormous success. Um absolutely what are some te- what are some some parting shots you could send to some agents that are looking to continue to grow in this process of becoming consistent by being an elite producer
0: um- it, exactly what you just said to be honest it's just be consistent, just go out there and work don't stop that's that's honestly true i I'm not the greatest closer and I'm okay admitting that. Because I'm improving. I don't I don't take mm. that and I'm like, oh, well, that's it. No, I'm improving daily, yeah. but I can still keep getting better, even though right now I'm okay. But that's okay because I'm going to still outwork everybody I can. So you go out there, you work hard, you're going to make this happen. You know, have your reasons why you're wanting to make it happen and put those at the forefront of your mind. Paint those, you know, take a picture of them print them out, whatever you need to have them in front of you as that being your reason to continue working hard.
1: 100%, man. Well, listen, you guys are closing in on senior sales manager. Um, You're closing on your logo. Congratulations on that. Um, You have a lot of momentum. You're duplicating this through other salespeople, getting them to understand that, hey, you can do this too. Um, it's it's the ultimate testament to where you were, which was broke, and frustrated. Yep. <laughs> um, again, willing to work hard. This is this is this is this is what people need to understand. You were a broke sales dude, just like I was. Yep. But just like I was, you were willing to work hard. You were dying for something that actually worked, and you would put the time, energy into a duplicatable process that could help you get to where you wanted to be in life. With no problem. Your wife was 100% on board with the same thing. if we could get that to work, honey, I'm in. And there's people like this all over the country, bro. All over the country. I was the exact same guy. The exact same guy. I was on the mortgage side (laughs) of the real estate business, not the real estate side. But I was a broke sales dude, dead up to my eyeballs, dying for something to work. I found insurance. I found leads. And the rest is history. so bro i'm proud of you man i'm super proud of your of your success where you're headed i know it's just the beginning for you i know you guys are looking to climb scale and build something big so congratulations to you on your early success but keep doing the things that are working man because it's going to continue to break break this chain for you bro
0: yeah absolutely
1: thank you Yes, sir. Thank you. Thanks for jumping on with me, German. I appreciate you. Appreciate all you're doing. Big things happening here. Jumpstart podcast, everybody. Keep listening. God bless.